0: If I could sing like that, I'd probably just sing all the time. God bless you, and it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Peace, so appreciate the opportunity given to us again that we can assemble ourselves together in the house of the Lord. Brother Louie had mentioned uh, in the prayer request about Sister uh, Patty Cooper, and uh, Brother J.D. had heard an update from Brother Dawn this evening, and actually we did a, a scope on her, and she had a A bleeding ulcer so thank the Lord it was they give her kind of a bad thing that it could have been but so far it doesn't look like at this stage that it is so it was a a bleeding ulcer and uh, he said they're gonna keep her maybe a day or so and put her on a particular type of diet and then uh, send her home so just just remember her in prayer if you would we know our God's greater any I'm not a bit surprised the devil's been hitting us He's scared to death for Sunday. Amen. I don't blame him. I'd advise every devil in Johnson City, Bristol, Kingsport, and Elizabethan to leave. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I don't know about you. I'm expecting such wonderful, wonderful things of what our Lord Jesus is going to do. We're going to pray before we read the word. And uh, I can remember... Erica again today, her and Lance left today going to Nashville. And they're going to meet with um, um, a specialist down there that uh, met with a couple times before. See if she's going to be a candidate for this new treatment stuff. So just pray with us if that be the will of the Lord. I believe myself the Lord could take care of every bit of it. Amen. No more chemo. Amen. That's what I'd like to have. But I'm not going to tell him how to run his business. He knows, he knows how to be God. I'm not a very good Donny much less a good God. Are you, are you a good God, Rob? No, no, no. no. I didn't figure you was. You a good God? No. So God's ways is so different from ours, but I know they're perfect. So we certainly appreciate you remembering her. Also, Alicia's been dealing with a kidney stone, think it's a kidney stone, every symptom of it. Had an x-ray, but it didn't show one, but she's really, really been excruciating pain the last day or so. Seeing a doctor tomorrow. So if you'd remember her, we would certainly appreciate that. Anybody else got any needs? I kind of figured you did. Well, I'll tell you what, if y'all would sit down and go to tell me now all that your troubles and all that your burdens are, probably after 150 or 200 of you, I'd be so weary, I wouldn't know what to do. But we, everyone, can take our needs and our burdens and our difficulties to the Lord tonight. And when we do, He will not get weary, he will not be burdened, he will not be overwhelmed. Aren't you glad? Let's just take these to the Lord right now. Heavenly Father, we're so blessed to be able to be together again in your house. We thank you for the opportunity, Lord Jesus, that we could be gathered together in your great name. Thank you for saints of like precious faith. Lord, we thank you for the service thus far beautiful singing the congregational singing both the special songs both of them so beautiful the people of God being ministered to by words and music now father we come to the opening of the word and the breaking of the bread of life we're asking that you would help us father would you anoint me help me that I can get out of the way step aside that you can speak through me tonight Lord Jesus I'm asking you for these needs and these requests, Father, that you'd move for them. Lord, you see, Liz, really been struggling today, Father, with this pain. God, I ask in the name of Jesus, would you touch her tonight, Father? Would you move for her, Lord, I pray. Father, she lands in Erica, headed to Nashville. Lord, you see, they're gonna meet this doctor tomorrow. We're just asking you that your will would be done. We know you use doctors. We have no problem with that. But we pray, Father, that you would just help them that they if that's the route you choose to go with that they'll know what to do. Now Lord across this building there was hundreds of hands that were uplifted tonight. Maybe a headache, maybe a lost husband, a lost wife, a backslid son or daughter. You know what it was. We bring them all before you tonight, Father. And we have confidence that you hear our prayers. Minister to us tonight from your word we ask in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the saints said Amen amen god bless you speaking of the prayer line i know there's hundreds and hundreds probably thousands without exaggeration of people that would love to be here that will not be able to of course and i want to say to them that if you want to send an email to the library and you would like to request prayer for your home your children i've already got them from different parts of the world and uh if you cannot be here, we will, Brother Jack and we will print them out for us and we will lay them up here on the desk maybe or something and um, we will pray over them. Uh, Brother Jim's got about 30 handkerchiefs that we're going to pray over for prayer calls, Um and we, we will be going that direction. So if you have those Uh, on your heart and you say well i wish i could be there someone had had emailed me from africa and wanted to know if somebody could stand in the prayer line for them and for their request but you know it may break our hearts that they wouldn't be able to be here but the lord jesus is just as powerful right there as he will be here on sunday so we're just believing him to to move for us and myself i'm under such expectation i told carol last week us going down to kentucky I could already feel the pressure of that prayer line. I know it's hard to explain. You've never been under it. You don't know how the anointing and stuff is, but I've already been dealing with it just in the last several days, even more so. So that lets me know it's going to be a doozy. Mm -hmm. So if I was you, I'd go hide. The Lord's got his number. He's going to get him, ain't he? Amen. Well, I thought I was ready for tonight's service, but this gentleman that I work for, he, he's something. I'm telling you, he is out of this world. And sometimes he does things in such a way that he just does things different. So tonight, we're gonna to speak something different. Let's re- read from the book of Luke, chapter two, verse 25. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. Notice, it wasn't in him. But the Holy Ghost was upon him. I love this next verse. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost, revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost. Look at this word, be admonished of God to teach from heaven, to be divinely commanded. I can relate to that, I mean if you can relate to the same thing, this is how the bride is taught, it's revealed. Revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost. But listen, what a strange thing that was revealed to him. That he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Now, he didn't know his human name yet. The Lord didn't even tell him his name will be Jesus. He didn't say, now look. You're not going to die until you see Jesus. There was all kinds of them. But there hadn't been no Lord's Christ yet. So you imagine there's not one scripture, not one scripture that he can prove this with. There's no former examples in the Old Testament that he could go back and say, Well, this happened to so-and-so, this happened to so-and-so, and and it's going to happen to me. That was not an example he could go by. There was not one scripture he could put his finger on and say, I'm going I'm to check this revelation by the written word. Wow. So it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. When the parents... Brought in, listen to this, the child, Jesus. The child, Jesus. Not the mighty God, the mighty Elohim, but the child, Jesus. But you see his revelation covered even in infant stage. He didn't have to see a mature, water-walking God. He could see a baby and knew this was it. It was revealed to him. Don't you understand what a person is prayed for and God just touched their heart and just makes it known to them? They may not get one feeling, one sensation, nothing at all. It's in the baby form, but that's good enough for them. Now listen, his parents brought in the child, Jesus, to do for him after the custom of the law. Then took he up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let us, now thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. May the Lord bless his words. You may be seated. I want to speak to you for just a little bit tonight on expectations. Expectations. He's an 80-year-old man White beard, white hair, no doubt had sicknesses, afflictions in his body the way the other people did. And you imagine every time he'd get sick, the old devil would tell him, you're going to die. You ain't going to live. But he had a promise. No, devil, I am not going to die. Because I have not seen the Lord's Christ. I am going to live. Now, I believe in preparation for the service here on Sunday. Now, probably some of you aren't sick, which is a miracle in itself. (laughs) About everybody you talk to is going through something in the day we're living. Maybe some of you will come through the prayer line and you need the Holy Ghost. Some of you might need salvation for a family member, but faith runs in the same channel, no matter what you need. And sometimes a prophet said that God gives it to us in the adopted baby route. And he said he'd seen it before where that a woman couldn't have a child and should try this, try that, try something else. But he said it's been proven. That many times if they adopt a child, then it will do something to that mother. And her own body will start producing whatever it was lacking, and then she will become with child with her husband. Now he likened that to faith. How that sometimes when we're prayed for, we've got a need, we've got a request. And the Lord may try our faith and may give us the adopted baby to where that we simply take God at his word and we believe God cannot lie. Is that right? What is that? Without emotion, without sensation maybe, without feeling, but you take God at his word. Go ahead and take your adopted baby and rock it in your arms just like it's yours then you'll have yours. But many, of course, we know, go so much upon feeling and emotion and sensation and so on. There's nothing wrong with that. We believe in all that. But yet we know that God wants our faith to be so pure, so undefiled, faith that does not have to have feelings mixed in with it to believe. Face that does not have to have a sensation or even an immediate, an immediate change in the physical situation. As a matter of fact, true faith is undefeatable. True face is a real conquer. True face, death itself, cannot even defeat true faith. Now this is the kind of faith, and I want to emphasize to you that this man had the Holy Ghost on him, but he didn't have it in him. But if he could have such faith to take God at his word, then what about every one of us that are filled with a baptism of the Holy Ghost? Now, faith and expectation is not exactly the same thing. A person can have faith that God can do it, but they don't take that faith and merge it into action and let faith and works become married together, which produces what? Expectation. So, what is the term that we use in this modern day whenever a husband and wife are expecting a child? What do they say? We are expecting. We are expecting. Now, before the baby ever arrives, they will have a baby shower. They will, many of them also, will have a gender reveal. I'm not sure how much longer that'll be poppers, since there's so many different genders in the world, supposedly. But yet they have a gender reveal. Now, they've not seen the baby physically. They've seen a scan and they've seen it sucking on its thumb and all of that. But yet they still have not touched it, but they believe, they know something is growing in that mother's body. So they are under anticipation. So they go to deciding on what color the nursery is going to be. And they go to deciding on the little thing that the baby's gonna look at. It's gonna cross his eyes. It's just laying there in that baby bed. You know, well, do we want elephants? Do we want horses? Do we want this or that or the other? And will we have wallpaper? Will we have paint? So they are expecting something to happen. And they are making a way for what they're looking for and they're expressing their expectancy. You understand? You understand? And this, let me go to it this way. Let, let me relate it like this. That if a doctor basically tells you that there's no hope for your situation and you believe that, then I would advise you to go ahead and make your funeral arrangements. Pick out the dress you want to be buried in, sisters and the suits you want to be buried in, brothers and the coffin. Give us the list of the songs you want. But if you believe that God can change that around. Right. Instead of planning a funeral, I'd plan a vacation. Yeah. Think of it. You see, the doctors had told Brother Manum, and he mentions it over and over again, that the doctors said that whenever people hear bad news, for many of them, it's over as soon as they hear it because of their attitude. Oh my, I don't know about you. I believe our God is still the mighty God, Amen. the everlasting Father, the prince of peace. Amen. Notice this. Brother Branham, in describing about Simeon here and the little sermon called expectancy, he said, "Face knows no defeat. Face is perfect. Face brings straight things when there is no things to be brought. Amen. Faith brings things when there is no things to be brought. Faith creates. Faith takes doubt away. Takes negative and makes positive. Now, that's what faith does. Real faith can believe when it seems absolutely impossible. And faith will produce things when there are no things to produce. Why do you say, how can you say that? Well, because God was the first one to display faith when he said, let there be, let there be, let there be. And there wasn't anything as of yet. But God believed his own word. And the prophet said it might have been thousands of years or millions of years. But all of a sudden a little spark of light come forth and the creation started unfolding. So God believed his own word. And brought things out of nothing. When there was nothing there and he brought them into existence. So would not his children, his sons and daughters that are born by the Spirit of God would not they produce faith in the exact same way this is why we can believe for things that seem foolish when the doctors who ever said totally impossible there's no way this well that's, that's the way our family does that's the way our family has done for centuries for millennium we believe things that there is no hope of it ever coming to pass but that identity us as the people of God. Notice this, and faith is the victory. He said real faith knows no defeat. It cannot be defeated. Even death, glory itself can't defeat it. It knows no defeat. Trials, no defeat. But faith knows no defeat. It cannot be defeated. It is the only way that you can please God, for without faith, it is impossible to please God. Now, whenever we sing about having this type of expectation, what are we expecting? I'm not just talking about now just Sunday, and then we'll have the prayer line, and God will do this, that, and the other, and then we'll just go on, you know, well, I'm going right back to what I was. Why should we ever be the same? Why should we ever be the same? I believe, friends, that we're living in the last days. I know we've heard that for years and years, but you are the generation that is seeing things brought to pass that no one has seen before you. No one has seen before you. Let me show you and give you some examples of what expectations will produce. Let me remind you of a little Mexican woman and her baby dies in the doctor's office early one morning. And the night before, the Lord God had done some great things in the great arena there in Mexico City. And she saw a blind man receive his sight. So the lame wall and various things that was happening. Her little baby dies that next morning. But notice what the prophet says about her. She knowed if God was here on earth and power enough to give a blind man his sight. He was the same God that could raise the dead yet. She was persistent, he said. She stayed all day. Listen to this. The undertaker's. Calling for her baby. The undertaker's calling for her baby. You talking about a bad situation. You talking about not ideal a situation that you think, well, maybe it was for the glory of God, maybe somehow the Lord wanted to take my baby and i 'll see her again in the resurrection, and maybe that 's what God wants, but somehow she was under an expectation that God did not want that baby to remain dead now you've heard it said over and over again and I'll read it to you momentarily but we get what we expect I believe myself one reason that our services can be greater is because God has promised greater and I believe if we come here whether it's Wednesday night or Sunday morning or whatever day or night it is if we have an expectancy when we walk through that door we're going to hear from heaven we're going to see the supernatural power of God I believe services that we have had will be small compared to what we can have if we will take him at his word. Now you imagine what would you have done, sisters, in this situation. So your baby has died and the undertakers are calling for your baby. You have waited all day long. Brother Random was not there during the day, and they wasn't having service apparently, so she waited all day long. Other people had a crippled child. Others may have had one that had a cross eye. Others may have had one that had a little bit of a limp, or this or that or the other, but she was carrying around a corpse, a corpse of her baby. But she had Expectation. Thank the Lord. The undertaker's calling for her baby. She stayed all day anyhow. The ushers trying to keep her out of line. Now, the undertaker said, woman, let us have that baby. We're gonna call the law on you. We're gonna call the law if you don't give us that baby. We gotta bury that baby. We gotta take it to the morgue. Well, when she does finally show up for service and the service time starts and the ushers have already given out the prayer cards and they ain't got no more prayer cards and the prophet relates it in several different uh, sermons, but he said she went under their legs. She went over their backs and they would try to put her off, they would try to run her off. Oh, can you imagine some of you happy valians? Can you imagine some of you, my goodness, and your little petty feelings up on your shoulder, and well, if they don't let me do this and do that, I ain't coming back, you won't get very much anyhow. But if you are under expectation, there ain't enough devils in hell to run you off. If you're under expectation, the undertaker, the usher, the deacon, the associate pastor, the song leader, it don't make no difference to you because you are under anticipation, and your faith says, God, you know my need. I believe you're gonna heal me. I believe you're gonna heal my baby. I believe you're gonna deliver me, Lord God, of this habit, I am not leaving until I get what I for the ushers trying to keep her out of the line can you imagine now Sunday we have several hundred people that may show up for prayer a couple of ushers walk up to somebody hey 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 hey. you go over and sit down you go over and sit down some of y'all say well I'm leaving I can't believe that. Why? Because we ain't got our heart rights where it need to be. You need to so get your heart on what you need from God. Mama, daddy, the preacher, the deacon, the ushers, the temperature, says, oh, I've got a need. I'm desperate. I've got to get to him. Out of my way, devil. Out of my way, feelings. Out of my way, discouragement. I've got to get to him. My need is so great. Oh, my. The usher's trying to keep her out of line. She stayed anyhow. Turned down every way. But she stayed. Why? She had perseverance. I remember when Brother Brandon sees her, he tells Jack Moore, he said, Brother Jack, go down and pray for her. She don't know me. She don't know me. And Brother Jack started down there. But God said, I don't want Jack praying for her. Amen. I want Bill praying for her. So the Lord God took that gift and what did he do? Threw that vision out before him. And he saw that little Mexican baby setting up, hallelujah, smiling. He ain't never seen a corpse smile, have you? Oh my, what did he do? The vision took precedence over Brother Branham sending Jack Moore. Can't you see? Brother Branham would have missed the will of God. Oh, don't get quiet on me now. Brother Branham would have missed the will of God, but God said, oh no, this woman's got a Hold to my heart, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Oh, I want to be that kind of a believer that I can grab a hold to God's heart. And God said, I can't let go because Daddy's got a need. he won't let go of me. He needs something. You know, God told Noah it was going to rain. Noah believed it. Noah expected the rain to come. So what did he do? Build a boat with no trailer. He ain't gonna take the boat to the water. God will bring the water to the boat. So he had expectation. He had no scripture to back it up. He had no former occurrences of such a thing since the existence of the earth. But he believed it. Lord have mercy children sometimes I wonder about us. We've got so many scriptures, we've got so many quotes, we've got so many past examples, and it's like we just struggle so much to believe. Don't you ever just get sick and tired of that stuff? Don't you ever just get so sick and tired of our humanity, and sick and tired of our fears, and our frustrations, and our worries? Don't you wanna just break through into the supernatural realm of God, and just take God and His word, and say God cannot lie? Oh, you know what Noah done? Noah expected it to rain. Well, I'm not expecting it to rain on Sunday other than just good Holy Ghost outpouring. I am expecting that. As a matter of fact, I hope we leave out of here. Most of us are drunk. We don't even know where we are. We don't even know who what our name is. Just so filled with the power of God. I pray all the sick are healed. I pray there'll be such a refilling of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. And for those that don't have it will get filled. For those that are sick will be healed. For those that are bound will be set free. Oh, come on, children. Oh, Brother Donnie, you're asking for a lot. He told us to ask for much. Ask for great things and lots of them. Oh, my, goes on down the bottom part of that quote. So it says he was expecting it to rain. So he made preparations for the rain. Made preparations for the rain. Oh, I like that. Make preparations as long as you hear God's word. Then make preparations for it to happen and wait under expectation. So, as I said, God reveals to you that you're going to be healed instead of planning a funeral, plan a vacation. Even if it ain't to pigeon forage and back. And the doctor said you'll never live, you'll never make it. Go ahead and book your room down at Dollywood. Go ahead and make your reservation. Well, you're going to believe one thing or the other. You're going to believe the doctor. You're going to believe this or that. Oh, yes, I know. I know. We go to doctors. I know all that. But sometimes doctors are anointed of the devil. They are anointed of the devil. And God will annoy your faith, and you will make your faith rise above what the doctor said, and say, doctor, you're a good man, and I believe you're doing the very best you know how, but I've got an expectation. I've got an anticipation, so instead of preparing my funeral, I think I'll do a Disney cruise, or I think I'll fly out to Seattle. I think I'll go somewhere on a trip, doctor, because this ain't the end of my life. I'm gonna take the adopted baby route, and I'll be back to see you in six months well poor brother Donnie bless his heart he's gone crazy no no I'm just acting like my family does this is the way faith people do it's the way my father did I can hear him saying to Sarah, you feel any different, honey? Mm. God said, Abraham, you're gonna have that baby. Sarah got up and said, how you feeling, Sarah? This is a mixed multitude, but listen, no different. Well, glory to God, we're gonna have it. Get the bird eye. Y'all know what bird eye is? No, it's what they used to call diapers. You high-tech people, oh boy.
1: Get the bird eye
0: ready. If he'd listen to the doctor, the doctor said you better sign up for your pension and your social security. He said, what you talking about, man? I'm fixing to go back to be 18 years old. I don't need no social security. Oh, glory be to God. Can you imagine he's the only man that we have on record that ever passed 100 twice? Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah, that man had so much faith in the promise of God, and they were expecting. So listen to what the brother said. He said, "Get the bird eye ready and the pens and everything. Get ready. All right, Another month' passed. Sarah, how you feeling? No different. Year passed. Sarah, what about it? No different. Ten years passed. No different. 25 years passed, no different. Abraham, instead of getting weak, he got stronger and stronger. He knew it was going to be more of a miracle all the time. Praise be to God. How many knows that's the way God does sometimes? That He wants it to be such a vindicated miracle. One of Brother Ron Spencer's doctors told him not long ago He said, when God heals you, it'll be one of the most proven vindicated miracles in history. Over Brother Donnie, the stats are against us. Nobody's ever recovered from this, uh-huh, but I'm serving a of God, who's able to do as he did a brother over in Canada, yeah. whose daughter developed an incurable disease, so-called, and there had never been one person to ever recover until her. Yeah. Then you know what they had to do? Change the stats. Yeah. That's my God. That's my God. Hallelujah! When the doctor says no, God says yes. When the doctor says there's no way, Jesus says, I am the way. Do you believe expectations are important? Notice what the prophet says in this way, you'll get just what you expect, that's right. And you can never go above your expectations. So don't raise your hand and don't vocalize it, but how many of you come to church tonight just looking for a, you know, kind of a plain old Wednesday night service? Well, for those of you did, more than likely, you know what you're gonna leave with? A plain old Wednesday night service. And for those of you who come to hear of the mighty God, <laughs> then you'll leave with not just a plain old Wednesday night service, but you'll leave with wow and double wow. Was that awesome or what? And you know what made the difference? Your expectation. You can never go above, think of this, friends, your expectations. You always have to do that. Again, he says, while they're setting under expectations, God is under obligation to give them the manna from heaven because they're expecting it. You're expecting a meeting. That means expecting a meeting here on Sunday. God's under obligation to give it to you. What if we're expecting and God's under obligation, we just go and say, Praise God, it's going to be awesome. I found this one yesterday, I think it was, and I'll tell you what, I just had to sit back and look at it. I've walked to the platform, and many times, five, six, 7,000 people, and not be one person left is just as soon as you walked out on the platform. Now I've made the challenge before, I'll make it again tonight for those who have left the message and want to call him a deceiver, a false prophet, and a liar. I'll call for you to do the same thing. Because if you've got the truth and we're in error, then your God ought to speak louder than our error. If you've got so much of God, come show yourself. If you haven't, shut your mouth. I know what most of you got, you got words. I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about these bunch of devils that's left the message. Well, you come on and do the same thing there? Uh-huh, ooh, feel a bit fast here tonight, ain't you? Notice this, you imagine five, six, seven thousand and not be one feeble person left as soon as you walked down the platform. You didn't have to have a prayer line. You didn't even have to labor and labor and labor and labor, but just their expectancy was so high. Wow. Yeah. Just when you walked out on the platform, five, six, seven thousand healed all at once. Everyone get up out of wheelchairs and cots and stretchers and everything and walk right away because you're under such expectation wow well I sure wish God would do it again and he's wishing you would On him, or we lay it all on the devil. We need to accept our responsibility. And say, hey, you know what? A lot of this service tonight is going to be determined by me. A lot of this service is going to be determined by you, Brother Larry, by you, Brother day, by you, Carol, by you, Sister Marvin. It's going to be determined by you, young people, of how and what do I expect out of this service. Oh, the divine healing is a promise in His Word. If the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you that he's died to heal you, the same as save you, then come with expectations to receive it and God will certainly see that you get it. The so doctor might say, now well, let them alone. It won't hurt them, I guess. They're just gonna die anyhow. But you just remember if God made the promise you stay on it no matter what the circumstance is. If you say, well, I got cancer, I got TB. That doesn't have one thing to do with it. What? You've got cancer, you've got TB, and that doesn't have one thing, not even one thing. Must us 57,000. That don't even have one thing to do with it. Amen. Praise be to God if God has revealed it. God keeps his promise, that's all, expectations. You just get what you're expecting. If you come tonight expecting to see the Lord in his work, God will show you himself and will give you such peace. If you just come tonight expecting to be healed, You get just what you expect. Praise the Lord. You need to plaster these on your refrigerator beside them other quotes you got on there. And usually a person gets what you expect. Many times people come to the meetings. They go to church and say, Well, I didn't see nothing. I didn't expect to see anything in the first place. That's the reason you didn't see nothing. I didn't get helped. I didn't expect to. You usually get what you expect to get. You going to church tonight? Yeah, I reckon. Go up and see what he's going to preach about tonight. See how many quotes he's going to read? Jump around, carry on. I thought when he got up in his 60s, he'd calm down and get a little bit of sense. I'm too old for that now. (laughs) Ain't no hope for me now don't know what you think he'll preach on I who knows getting in the spirit part 185 you know how he is I'll tell you one thing well we'll go and humor the poor old guy oh my well what do you think's gonna happen well I don't know brother Louie get up there and you know happy clappy and get up there and let everybody give the Lord a good this and a good you know how they are and then they'll go to singing and you know what you'll get out of that service happy clappy and you'll get out of getting in the spirit part 134 and others have come in there and said glory to God I fought all hell today Lord I have went through all hell this week I need to hear from heaven tonight oh Lord God I need healing I need deliverance God my baby needs heal God I need comfort God I need a little bit of strength and they go out there and say well glory didn't we have a meeting tonight and you say really was you in the same service I was I must not have been because I got what I come for well guess what they did too they come with an old rotten attitude and they left with an even worse rotten attitude but if we come in them doors back there. It ought to be a supernatural entrance by the saints of God. We've come to hear from heaven. We've come to hear our God speak. Our God move. Our God manifest himself. Oh my. I can see her as she comes up. She went to many doctors and she suffered many things of them. Misdiagnosis, took her money, gave her all this stuff to take, and she was worse than before. But somehow she'd heard there was a healer in town. I'm talking about the woman with the issue of blood. She had no promise that he would do anything for her personally. She did not have a New Testament. This story was not yet written about her. Could she have foresaw in the future and say, oh, that's that's me. That's, that's me, so I've got to act this out. She didn't know that was her. It had been written yet. But somehow it was written in her before it was written in here. You see, that's what the real elect of God are. They are the word made manifest before the Bible was ever put on print. But there was something in her. There was something about her. Notice the prophet said if she could just touch the hem of his garment, it was over. When she touched the hem of his garment, her expectations were fulfilled. Matthew 9 20 behold a woman which was deceased with an issue of blood twelve years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment not his flesh not his body oh my she said was in herself if I may but touch his garment ah oh maybe perhaps possibly she's expecting shall You know why we get sometimes maybe? We expect maybe. Oh. I shall be whole. But Jesus turned him about. And when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that very hour. What was it? Her faith. But just not faith alone. Expectations. Praise God. I, well, what, what are you going to do? Well, the doctor said there ain't no hope. But guess what? I was just going and plan the funeral. i mean been my about calling Brother Don and tell me to preach me a really good funeral. Well, Give me a lot to work with. Oh, I, I met one, one, one brother. Hey, he sang that one real pretty song. You know, he sings at funerals. And, and uh, I want these kind of flowers, not this woman. I said, what are you going to do? She said, I'm planning a vacation. After Jesus heals me, I'm going to go back to being a wife. I'm going to go back to being a real mother. I'm going to go back to being a daughter of God. You're going to find me sitting in the house of God. Hallelujah. I'm going to do this. What are you talking about, brother Donnie? I'm talking about making plans for your healing. I'm talking about making plans for your deliverance. That's expectations, not just sitting around Well. When Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, saying, Lord, my servant lies at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. You remember the rest of the story? Jesus said, I'll come unto him. He said, No, no, no. I'm not even worthy that you come under my roof. But you just speak the word. I'm a man of authority myself. I tell this man, go here, and he comes, and this one, that, and the other. He said, all you gotta do is speak the word. Jesus looked around and said, I have not found such faith in Israel. In verse 13, and Jesus said unto the centurion, go thy way as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in that self same hour. He had expectations. Well, glory. You imagine the son of Timaeus. Sitting by the wayside. This cold October morning. And he was a little bit late getting out to his spot. And it was chilly and the wind, a little crisp. And he was wondering where everybody was. Because there was no noise. By this time, there should have been people in the market, people going here or there. But there was nobody there. And all of a sudden, he hears a noise. And he asks, well, what's going on? Well, what's going on? And the prophet said, some nice lady said, sir, it's Jesus. Jesus is passing by. Oh, Jesus, I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Well, by the time he found out who it was, the crowd and everything going on, nobody could hear him. So Jesus got on past the road, down past him. come out of hearing distance to his natural ear. But Bartimaeus said, oh, son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped. And then the Bible says, Jesus stood still. And Jesus called for Bartimaeus So Jesus stopped, Jesus stood still, and Jesus called. He was under expectation. Had no scripture, had no promise directly with his name on it, God's gonna do this for me. But he couldn't let his moment pass him. Thank you, Lord God. Bartimaeus, he was expecting. If he could get to Jesus here attract his attention, that he would be healed. So they tried to get him to sit down, but he cried out no more. Thou son of David, have mercy on me, for if he knew if he could bring the attention of Jesus to him, then he expected Jesus would heal him. If you're expecting to be healed tonight, you will be healed, whatever your expectations are. Well, glory to God, I don't know how you feel about it. I don't think you even have to wait till Sunday. I think you get healed right here tonight. (laughs) glory to God let me show you expectations and action South Africa recently a man who'd never had a pair of shoes on his feet in his life been way back in the jungles born back there years ago by missionary parents born with deformed feet come walking up through their club and his feet along <laughs> at a shoebox under his arm Hallelujah. It wasn't the songs for his funeral. It wasn't notes for the preacher to preach a funeral. But a shoebox. Brother Donnie, what will people say? Do you really care? Do you? If that's what means more to you, then keep your club feet. I'll tell you one thing, if you get desperate enough, you don't care what they'll do. Oh, but Brother Donnie, what if I get wild like you do? It won't make no difference if you get wilder than I am. If you're so sick and you're so desperate that you need it, glory to God, what if I speak in tongues? Yeah, what if the brothers goes on to say, what if I crowed in tongues? Wow. Whatever I gotta do, somebody get me there. Glory to God. <laughs> he had a shoebox under his arm and someone said to him, what you got in there? He said, a pair of shoes. I said, what do you expect to do with them? Are they going to be for your fathers? He said, I'm going to wear them. And when the service was over on Sunday, he had those shoes on, <laughs> running down <laughs> through that lot just as hard as he could go. Praising God, what did he do? He took God at his word. He said so much when he was asked. He said, i seen others coming that was crippled, was healed. i seen those who were blind could see again. And God would not turn me down. He said, That's the way to believe it. God won't turn me down. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Expectations. Glory to God. Bring your shoebox with you. Hallelujah. Bring whatever you need to bring. <sighs> Here's some time ago on my list. Last trip in Africa, I was over there this spring. But before that, there was a little baby that had club feet, one leg shorter than the other, never wore shoes in his life. Now, the other one was a full grown man. This was a baby, the most horrible, deformed. I prayed for the baby that night. They had watched and seen those things done. They prayed for the baby. And the next morning, I went down. and walked by a shoe store. (laughs) And I walked in there and there was the man buying the baby a pair of shoes to wear. He believed it. He was under expectation. Now notice the difference. The man brought his shoes to church and got to break them in shouting. The little baby didn't have no shoes. So he come to church and was prayed for. But the daddy, no doubt in his mind, laying there maybe spending a sleepless night and said, if God give me strength and God will give me mercy. That baby will have a new pair of shoes in the morning. Hallelujah, you see God done the one one way and this one another way. He's God. We don't tell him what to do. He does what he knows what needs to be done and he knows the best way of doing it. I want you to pray for Brother Eugene Kennedy on Monday. Spend some time with him and Sister Janet. When I got ready to walk out, I grabbed the doorknob and turned the doorknob, and I seen sitting right beside the door was a Craftsman toolbox, brand new. One of them big ones, a like And I said, what are you doing with this, buddy? He said, Janet bought, bought me that. And she said, we're believing. He's going to be able to use it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what are you going to do? Buy you a carburetor? Or buy your funeral arrangement? You want to buy you a toolbox? Or you going to go ahead and buy you a, a lot somewhere in a cemetery? I ain't against buying you a pot in a cemetery. But where is our faith? Where is our expectation? Well, if there's 500 people there and three of them won't get it, I'll be one of them. I'll never get nothing. Don't say that. Don't believe that. It will not change for you until you get that out of you. Expect the Lord God. You might be the very first one to get healed. You might be the very first one to walk out of here. It's your miracle, but we must have expectation. Amen. Let me close with this. A minister brother posted this yesterday. I think it was Moses. I'm sending you, and I'm going to show you my glory. And here I am in a bush burning. Go down there and I'll be with you. He didn't even need a stick. He had the word, the vindicated word, and there he went. It anointed the faith that was in him. Wow. And it anoints us when we see that we're living in the last days. To find out all these signs that's been taking place that spoke of in the scripture would take place in the last days all the way from heaven to the political powers and the nature of people. My goodness if he'd say this in 63 what would he say now with all that we're seeing? Demoralization of the world and among the women and how they would be in the last days and how the men would do, how the churches would do, how the nations would do and how God would do. And we see it all laying right here. Oh it anoints Our faith, it moves us out in the great cycles. It separates us from other things of the world. No matter how little we are, how much of a minority we are, how much we're laughed at, made fun of, don't make a bitter difference. That's all. We see it. There's something within us. We're predestinated to see this hour, and there is nothing going to stop us from seeing it. God has already spoken. It's already happened. We see it. Oh, how we thank God for this. Oh, then it brings out your face when you see these things happening here. Expectations. How many is expecting the coming of the Lord? I mean like tomorrow. Whoa. Huh. Well, that's a perplexing situation. A whole bunch of people raised their hand on the first part of that question. The second part, a bunch of them took it down. Well, you see, if you expect that he could come tomorrow, you'll live like he's coming tomorrow. That'll be the primary purpose of your life. Everything in life will be worked right around that. Praise God. And if he don't come tomorrow, you don't have a promise that you'll live to tomorrow. So you know what we need to do? Live every day as if though it is our life's day. With expectation. Praise God. Let's stand. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. So how many is going to come in your Sunday with expectation? Amen. How many's going to come back Wednesday with expectation? Amen. I mean, if you can do it on Sunday, don't it work on Wednesday too? Amen. This ought to be the way we come to church every time we come to the house of God. Amen. Under such anticipation. Oh, what is he going to do now? What is he going to do now? How is the Lord going to manifest himself? Praise God. Let's come believing. Let's come expecting. Come with faith, pulsating out of our hearts. I believe we will have tremendous time in the Lord. Great things of what our Father is going to do. Praise the Lord. Now, we've been hearing that a lot of people may show up. I don't know if they will or if they won't. But you know what? If there ain't nobody but our local assembly, I ain't gonna come out and say, well, shoot. (laughs) Huh. Huh. Well, I don't guess there's no need to have a prayer line. I done prayed for all y'all. I've rubbed your hair no doubt. I'll tell you what, if ain't but 50 of you. We're gonna rub you down with oil. We're gonna pray for you. We're gonna pray with all of our hearts. We shouldn't let things like that discourage us. We say God's gonna move. Our pastor felt led of the Lord to do this. God is fixing to move. Oh I know there's a message people that don't believe even prayer. brother Donnie we ought to be deeper than that we ought to just speak the word we will but until that arrives we're still going to pray for him. Amen. <sighs> Amen. Brother Brandon was still having him whenever he left. I don't think any of us have moved up into the stage of the word that he was in do you? Amen. Amen. Can we offer a word of prayer for one another? Amen. Please friends these next few days please pray pray with us. God's going to move. Now remember, we know Satan likes to show himself in services sometimes. So if he does, just don't get all upset and all worried and all bent out of shape. Our God will take care of it. That's right. We just believe him to move. Let's pray right now. Heavenly Father, as I've delivered this simple thought that you placed on my heart, I thank you for it tonight, Lord. Brother Darrell said he dealt with some things your Sunday that he felt like was in preparation for this great service. Lord God, now we believe, Father, that this is our time, our day of visitation. We don't want to miss it, Lord. We don't want to just have faith. We want to have expectations. Lord God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would anoint our faith, seeing the conditions of the last days, anoints our faith. Hearing of the supernatural things you are doing anoints our faith. Father, we are in you. I pray for the ministers, Lord, Brother Darrell, Brother David, Brother Joel Brown. Father, I'm just asking you, Brother Wes, Brother Joe Hara, may you help each of us ministers maybe others that will be here that I'm not certain about God may you help us Father that we can just be under prayer in the next few days oh Lord that we can pray the prayer of faith over your children Lord God may every saint come in with such anticipation as brother J.D. told me before the service that some people want to get here at noon so they can be sure and have a seat Lord, if we come like the Indians did of old, and the prophet said they'd have to paddle upstream or downstream, but the lame walked, the blinded eyes come open because they were under such expectation. Hallelujah. The little girl, hallelujah, who couldn't see, she got away from her daddy she bumped into brother Branham and he said sister what's wrong he Said, I've lost my daddy he said you the healer he said I've come to see the healer oh now you don't believe that yes I do how do you, how do you know that
2: she said if you'll take me to the healer I'll find my daddy myself hallelujah <laughs> <I> lived- <laughs>
0: Brother Branham, be, I'm here now, Lord. But you still are here. You still are God. We're not trying to be him. We don't want to be. It's even a greater miracle now for you to do such things because we're not gifted the way he was, but we believe you for the supernatural, the impossible. Hallelujah. We come with expectations, not just faith that you can do it, expectations that you will Our shoebox under our arm as it was. Praise God. Our vacation trip in our mind. Not a funeral. Hallelujah. Not a retirement. Well, I've got to retire. And the doctor said this and that. No. By his stripes I am healed. Until the Lord God reveals to me, my life is over. I'm at plan. I'm making big plans. I've done got it all laid out. I'm going to fight devils every day. I'm going to do everything that I can do until the Lord calls me home. Hallelujah. We worship you tonight, Lord God, Father. I, I I I don't think I could preach this tonight and feel right without just offering for those who need healing in their bodies right now they just raise their hands up right where they're standing why should they have that headache why should Liz have to deal with that pain of that kidney stone why should sister becky lynch have to deal with that pain lord another day another two another week lord god in the name of jesus lord i pray for brother josh collins and his family tonight lord his parents and Those of the passing of his brethren, that that situation, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, bring comfort to their hearts tonight, Lord, we pray. Lord God, the sick, the weary, those that are sick tonight in the name of Jesus. Maybe they don't got it figured out. They're gonna get the prayer line and they're gonna get this and this and tomorrow they wake up and say, praise God, I got healed last night. Well, praise the Lord. I don't even need the prayer line on Sunday. The Lord chose Wednesday night to move for me. Why shouldn't we do it, Lord God? Hallelujah, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We believe you, Lord Jesus. Oh, pass by this way tonight, Lord God. We love you, Father. We worship you, Lord God. We love you, Jesus. Keep us by your grace until we gather again, Lord, in just a few days under great anticipation, Father, of our time of deliverance. Hallelujah. Our time of healing. Our time of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Grant it, Father. In the name of Jesus, give the minister strength, Lord. Lord, when people are coming through, it so zaps us of our strength. I know people, it may be hard for them to understand. (laughs) But it's like people, when they come through with faith, it's like a sponge. Each one of them just pulls a little more and a little more. We're going to need your help, Lord. We're going to need your strength. But Father, we believe you will manifest yourself in a great and mighty way. Oh hallelujah. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Can we just worship him now? <coughs> Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. We love you Jesus. You are mighty God. Our everlasting Father, our Prince of Peace, of your kingdom there shall be no end. Hallelujah. Lord, we're going to go ahead and praise you right now in advance. I believe there's some folks got touched right here in this service tonight. Praise God. Maybe some that's streaming, Lord, that got delivered while they're sitting right there. We believe you're that kind of a God. Father, I don't believe I've got to wait till Sunday to get touched. I don't think these saints have to, but if we can appropriate the faith and the expectation and believe that you can heal us right here tonight. Well, Brother David ain't here, well that's true. Brother Joel Brown ain't here, that's true. Brother S is not here, but you're here. You're here, hallelujah. You're the healer, hallelujah. You're the miracle worker, you're the mighty God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, Father. Brother Darrell, would you come, buddy? (coughs) Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you tonight, Father.
2: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What an awesome God that we serve. To know that He's in our midst, fulfilling the promises of His Word. Not a trial, there's not a situation, there's not a disease, there's not greater than our God tonight. Amen. He can do exceeding above all that what we ever hope for, what we can ever expect from Him. Amen. He can open the eyes of the blind, He can make the lame walk, He can raise the dead. He can change our mortal bodies into immortality. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just sing that, Brother Harry. Waymaker tonight. Amen. How many believe he's your waymaker? When he ain't no way, he makes a way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: You are here, moving in our midst. Our world. You are here.
2: stops working. Oh, hallelujah. Blessed be his name tonight. Oh Hallelujah Brother Donnie was talking about the girl down in Arkansas There's a good tape if you want to listen to it if you get a chance to before the Sunday service, it's called a testimony It was preached in Los Angeles, California in April that year it's right around the same time he preached looking to the unseen it was in the same series of meetings but it's about 21 minutes long but he takes and tells the testimony about the girl there in arkansas and what the lord done for it. it's just a very good I, I listen to it every time before i pray for the sick when i'm out on the field or somewhere and i feel like i'm gonna pray for the sick i'll listen to it in my hotel room or wherever i'm at because it just builds my faith but it's 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 really good if you can't get a chance to listen to it and, But Brother Branham tells that after that that girl was healed he said she just went into this crowd throwing people left and right and Screaming and praising God I who was once blind can now see I who was once blind can now see Brother Branham said there's a man standing there with a club foot and he said I know who you are Brother Branham He said I've been standing here three days in the rain Just to be prayed for but I know now whatever you ask your my God he'll do Brother Bram said, if you believe that, hand me that stick. He said, when he handed me that stick, I watched his club foot straighten out. Three days in the rain. Oh, God. That's expectation, friend. That's expectation. Some people can't wait 30 minutes. This man, three days, not in the sunshine, cool weather, but in the rain just to be prayed for oh god give me that kind of expectation give me that kind of perseverance not to be turned back the promise is already ours the keys is in your hand they've already been placed in your hand the power and the authority of the word to speak the word this is the age of the spoken word speak over that thing that holds you speak to it and say no more the blood of jesus christ has made me free and whom the Son hath made free is free indeed Amen. God bless you do you love him Amen. Let's just bow our heads As you go on the fear of the Lord Looking forward to the what the Lord will do for us on Sunday and Looking forward from to testimonies of what the Lord done for us tonight Heavenly Father Here Lord just a few days ago I I was out of my backyard, they had talked about a possible meteorite share. Went down in that backfield, sat down, Lord, one o'clock in the morning. And as I sitting there, Lord, looking up at those stars, just talking to you. And all at once, a beautiful shooting star just come across the sky. And I thought how great my God is. Lord, I'm so grateful that the God who created the heavens and the earth, who could put such beautiful fireworks in the sky, would care enough about us to come and reveal your word to us. That when you was here in a body called Jesus, The only thing he ever asked the Father for was our fellowship. And Lord, we bow in your presence this evening. Lord, we thank you for messages like this that teaches, Lord, how to come to service, to create in us an expectation that you could do exceeding above all that we could ever even imagine in our minds. Lord, that there's no sickness, there's no problem, there's nothing, Lord, that's greater than you. And Father, we know that we can come to you with no matter what we face in life, knowing that our daddy can fix it. Lord, I pray, Lord, as we come to the end of these services, that you strengthen our pastor, Brother Donnie, Lord, that you prepare him for the services this weekend, dear God, as the as you come lord to minister to the needs of your people may you use our brothers in a great way lord we pray father may you anoint the people's hearts to be able to receive lord fathers we make our way home this evening may you go with us lord protect us may we meditate upon the things that we've heard lord may we come not just sunday lord but next wednesday and the next and the next and however many more may we come lord jesus with expectation and may we leave with this desire that this day i will give my all for jesus christ Grant it, lord we pray bless the musicians lord this weekend and all those that's going to take part lord in making the, the service work may you just bless them lord we pray those with sick children may they be healed those with aching hearts may they be comforted lord those that are weak be made strong and those that are confused may their answers be met lord that when we leave the building may it be lord as it was as we saw on the quote that every feeble person in the building was made well oh god grant it father we pray those that's lost loved ones lord Comfort their hearts. We just love you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for all that you've done for us, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for coming to me at that old barn down in Jonesburg. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for touching our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I bless you, saints. Isn't it wonderful to be a Christian? To know the lord jesus May you go tonight in the fear of the lord services sunday at two amen hallelujah how I great me
1: fear of the lord. is, is our god? god sing with me how, how great is our I-